0: Folks, happy Saturday. Welcome back to a brand new episode of DDZ. Follow us on Twitter at Degenerate Zone. I'm your host, Degenerate L. Joining me today is Ty B. Producer Burrs is nowhere to be found. Show sponsor, Pazda Electric. Give them a call anytime. 716-698-2711. All right, Tybee, let's get right into it. Massive slate today we were talking. We got UFC Fight Night. We got Syria. And MLB, 15 games today, so a huge slate. And before we get into that, Ty B last night, uh, obviously some heartbreak already. Favorites for MLB are now 14-2 over the past two days. Um, you had a little heartbreak with uh, Philly, and my heartbreak started with the Los Angeles Angels, had them in a parlay, was trying to be smart about them, take them plus two and a half, would have closed I th- bet like 170 to pay out 550-ish. And they were the second last leg and the grand slam in the bottom of the 10th <laughs> is just a gambler's worst nightmare when you have a, you know, plus one and a half situation.
1: Yeah. And it was a very, very interesting day for uh, most of the teams on opening day. And you saw only two underdogs hit on the entire day with my blue Jays. Uh, just didn't end up betting them. Didn't want to be let down from uh, the Buffalo Blue Jays on opening day should have made that play, but sometimes you don't listen to the heart and you stay away just so you don't get that double crushing blow. But, you know, I, I just got caught on, you know, one of the other favorites there who ended up losing with the Phillies. Uh, Nola struggled a little bit early. Philadelphia was able to get to them and, or Miami was able to get to them and get Nola out of that game. And they, the Phillies clawed back, but they just weren't able to string together enough hits. You're leaving a lot of guys on base and scoring position, which is never good. Um, Hopefully they can bounce back. But yeah, it was a great, great day, though, if you just love watching baseball. Um, I think the over-unders ended up being about even throughout the day. Um, So looking at trends right now, favorites have been coming in, and I think over-unders are real close to right around where they are, even if they're going over under a lot of them were within a run or two. So if you're looking to, you know, get over unders and parlays right now, I would suggest teasing those because we're seeing some crazy things happen out there.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say that to a lot of games around 10, nine, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the over unders the- were all right in that range. So. Yeah. And that's the one thing I love about the Creek is you have the capability with the over unders, if you see it at eight and a half, you can bring it to ten and a half, and I, that was one of my plays uh, in, in my parlay yesterday. One of the games was uh, Baumgartner's first start for the Diamondbacks. It was, the over under was eight and a half. Game finishes seven two with nine runs. I brought it up to ten and a half to be mm-hmm. safe. So that's definitely one thing I do love um, about the creek is being able to you know influence those lines.
1: Yeah, obviously that's something that's huge. Um, my is I was you know, instead of going full run line with minus one and a half, I was moving them to minus one to protect, you know, if you only get that one run victory just so you can push on that. So there's a lot of different things you can do down there to maneuver your bets around to make them a little smarter, especially early on in the season uh, when you're trying to read these things. It's going to be weird with the 60-game sprint. Um, obviously it favors the pitchers to some degree, Right now, um, because the batters haven't been able to face as much live pitching, but you see when these pitchers are leaving fastballs over the plate, they're getting absolutely grooved. We've been seeing some absolute moonshots, especially yesterday. Uh, Vladdy Guerrero just crushing a ball. That ball would have ended up at the Seneca Creek Casino. So we're ready you know, for more, more and more baseball to keep coming.
0: Oh, so far up! Fifteen games on the slate today. Game starting at one o five. The last one on the night uh, is in San Diego with a nine ten p.m. first pitch. Um, Tybee, do you have any leans or locks in today's NLB slates?
1: Yeah. So um, the one game I really like to target here is the Padres coming off of a nice win last night. Um, Eric Hosmer, six RBIs, I believe. Uh, Robbie Ray is going to be starting for the Diamondbacks. Don't have a ton of confidence in him. And you look at uh, the starter for the Padres, Nelson Lamette, He had Tommy John um, coming off the 2019 season where his numbers were all right. I believe he was only three and five, but posting ERA right around four on a team that was as bad as it was. Um you see, you know, some of these signs of growth with him and you look at some of the numbers behind that 12.95 K's per nine. So he has this stuff to, you know, get through a lineup once or twice, fan some guys, keep them, uh, keep them off the board early. If you can get that to the bullpen and you're able to score at the same rate, I think that's a good play there in a nine ten PM game. Um, and you get the Padres there at minus minus one thirty. Um, another game I'm looking at is that Braves-Mets matchup, Max Freed versus Steven Matz. I think that's going to be a very, very good game. Um, you had that game, obviously, go under yesterday, one nothing. With these two pitchers who are both very solid again, you know I might go Braves and the under with the parlay. Or, you know, just lean Braves on this one after losing that, you know, one nothing heartbreaker because of that. <laughs> another moonshot from Ioannis Espedes who looks healthy mm-hmm. after two years off.
0: Oh, and Tybee, I'm with you 100% on that. And that was my one play of the day. Uh, it's like a pick 'em game right now, depending yeah. on where you can get it. So, uh, like the Braves in that one, another lean I had was, you know, another good pitching matchup in D.C. with Paxton and Strasburg. I like the under uh, 8.5 in that game. And looking at these lines, I can't believe – uh you know typically you don't see this this early in the season at the creek right now the dodgers are minus 455 on the money line and the run line is two and a half and that's minus 120 to the dodgers i mean this team i mean they're pummeling the giants you know Mm 8-1 first game i think it was 9-1 the second game but minus 455 i mean you typically you see that you know mid season or later in the year like you know you see like those big powerhouse matchups with like the Astros mm-hmm. and Erlander on the bump taking on like a crappy Orioles team. But I think you're gonna see a team like the Dodgers this year where they're gonna be consistently minus two hundred, minus two fifty in a lot of ball games this year.
1: Oh, I think so too. They're obviously the favorites out there in the NL and they have they have the pitching staff to back it up. Alex Wood looks like he's gonna be out there today. Yep. A nice nice lefty, got a great breaking ball, so um I don't really know too much about Logan Webb here for um, for the Giants so I think you know you had a good opportunity there with the Dodgers probably this is going to be one where I think it ends up being closer where you know you have those first two blowouts the Giants may want to you know show that they aren't going to just completely turn over so I don't I don't necessarily love you know laying two and a half on that but
0: yeah and how many games do you think the Dodgers won this year
1: Oh, um, you got to think about it, too, because so every division, you play your division 40 games, 20 against whoever is the opposite. AL West plays NL West, AL East plays NL East. So uh, they're going to be playing a bunch of games against, you know, the Astros, the Angels, uh, the Athletics, uh, the Mariners. So realistically, I think 40 – 42 games is probably where they're going to get to.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I think 40 for sure, and it'd be great to see, um, you know, like a team go for 45 or 50. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but there's a chance with that team if they continue to – if they can – you know, I mean, that lineup is just disgusting. And like you said, the Mariners, the Rangers, the A's, I mean, there's going to be some mm-hmm. – you know, it's a, it's a winnable schedule for them. And
1: so. Yeah, and but you got to think, too, let's see how far the Padres take a step forward – Yeah. Um, With Machado and all of those other additions they've made. Um, I really love Will Myers as a player. Fernando Tatis is great. A complete five tool guy. Uh, And they got some other young players, you know, who are going to make their marks throughout the year. So their team, I think if they start hot and can get these young players, well acclimated to the MLB, you know, structure, which will be a lot easier in this, you know, shortened season, these guys have coming off. Uh, come off these abbreviated, you know, single A seasons after you get drafted, Um, your college seasons, you know, only around 50, 60 games, they played summer ball, 60 games, they're used to this sort of quick pace action where you don't have many days off, and you just kind of keep things rolling, even, you know, through rain delays, you know, you got to get these games in. So it's very reminiscent of those summer leagues. And I kind of think those guys who have been playing in them within the past couple years are maybe more ready for these types of situations where you're just going and going and going. And you saw yesterday, I think DeGrom ended up being on a pitch count, came out in the fifth inning after completely dealing. Um, and then you look on the flip side, what Kyle Hendricks did going over 108 pitches, getting a complete game shutout. So we'll see You know what managers do early on to sort of look to manage these staffs because some of these teams have been talking about going to maybe four-man rotations yep. where you have, um, you know, a long reliever who can step in for spot starts if you need and go for a bullpen game. So this is where managers are really going to make their money this year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's get into um, Serie A. We got a couple mm-hmm. big matchups today, 1.30 and 3.45 p.m. today. We're not going to talk about the MLS, but two heavy favorites today. Um, you know, if you're looking at the Buff Creek lines, you got Inter minus 205 on the money line on the road at Genoa or Genoa, and then you have Napoli at home minus 177. So, um, Ty B, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a, a fan of either of those favorites. Uh, I think both haven't been in the best of form lately. Um, if anything, I would maybe do one of those three way lines at the Creek and, you know, mm-hmm. tease one of the other ones up plus one or plus two.
1: Yeah, yeah. if anything, um, if I'm going to lean towards one of these teams not getting upset, it would be Napoli, just because um, looking at their positioning on the table, trying to get in there, um, obviously you already clinched um, a Europa League spot, I believe, by winning the Copa Italia. But um, it's always nice to move up into the top six. They have a chance to get to the top five um, with three games remaining here.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So... They have more to play for than Inter does, which um, Inter's locked into the top four now at this point. Um, So I do see an upset in one of these games here. If it's going to be anyone, I think it's Genoa over um, Inter because Genoa's got a little bit more to play for, I think, there than um, Sassuolo. Obviously, Sassuolo's just behind Napoli in the standings, but they're not going to catch him. Um, Eight points back with three games, it's, you know, damn near impossible. You'd need three wins. you need Napoli to lose three times. So Genoa's there four points above relegation, above Lecce. Lecce has been playing um, too bad. Genoa coming off two straight victories and, you know, just trying to keep themselves up in the league. And I think, you know, they're going to try to at least get one point. To really save them, save themselves, and I don't think Inter is going to be playing necessarily as hard. No. So if you take Genoa there, you can get them plus five twenty-five, uh, and take the tie plus three forty. So it comes wow. to Genoa plus four twenty-five and two forty on the draw there. So okay. um, if anything in this in the Italian league, that's that's where my money would be. But I do do think Napoli
0: are the more likely one to get it done. Okay. Awesome. So, the plan is, too, we want to have a show for you guys tomorrow morning with the English Premier League, 10 games at 11 a.m. So, that's going to be a crazy slate tomorrow Everyone
1: Everyone plays at once. That's one of the best parts of the Premier League is, you know, Premier League Sunday, the last Sunday of the season. Everyone plays at once, so you can't really know what's going on elsewhere. All you can do is play your game and hope, you know, the card's work out in your favor to get into that position you need in that last day. It's going to be, it's going to be phenomenal. Yep. And it sounds like Katz and I are going to be, or cons and I are going to be doing a DDZ preview for UFC later tonight. Lots of good picks. I know. I, I think RT already put out some of his, uh, his favorites for the yep. big, the big fights this morning, but cons uh, and I are going to get a little deeper into the card and break down some of these other fights. And because there's there's some real good names on this one, so I really like it. And I think you know throughout the day we're just going to have a ton a ton of things to watch. And I I for one couldn't be happier between you know baseball, soccer, and UFC today. We're getting back to a form of normalcy that that you know has has been you know four four months in the waiting. Um, You know it's and it seems like you know what happened with the Nationals. Hopefully, it was just a false positive for Soto. Um, There's sort of a misleading tweet about how other players tested positive, but those were past positives. It seems Um, as long as no one else tests positive uh, within the team, we should be okay there. And you know, that's that's just all of our biggest fears. You know, one of these guys gets it, transmits it to the team, and before they get these results back, play other teams and. Continue that transfer. So, I'd like to see that they were proactive about taking Soto out of the game. It obviously probably hurt the Nationals, but in the long run, looking towards trying to actually finish this full sixty-game season, and you know, with the sixteen-team playoff, it's going to be it's going to be awesome.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, eight eight teams now from each from each league. That's going to be that's why the World Series odds changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and
1: and think about all the people who bet on teams to make the playoffs. I, I don't know if those bets were canceled out or, or what no, they're really they going to do. Yeah, so a lot of people probably got some pretty good numbers for teams who were you know on the fringe there at getting into a wild card. Well, now you got the top two teams in each division are going to get in, and then the next two highest um, get like those wild card spots. So it's going to be wide open, and I think we're going to see some Buffalo Blue Jays playoff baseball.
0: No doubt. Um, and yeah, it'd be great to see, um, then lift the world series trophy in Buffalo, as Frank and Sheik DeWaga said before the bills are the safest (laughs) to do it. Um, but yeah, like you said, UFC fight night, I think there's 15 fights tonight, massive card. It's tied for the biggest card in UFC history since UFC two. Yep. Yep. And then, so yeah, I put in a parlay back a few days ago, um, with, you know, I teased the Yankees under, obviously that gets voided. So my parlay was, it was close to plus 200. Um, I laid 740 bucks down to win uh, $2,100. i will be posting that later on the DBZ uh, Twitter account. And everything has hit so far. With, I took the Dodgers on opening night. I did a three-way spread with AC Milan. I took some Bellator fighter last night who did a submission in the first round. I, I, I took the two heav- heaviest favorites in Bellator and UFC. And then tonight to collect is this guy by the name of Kamzat Chimev. And oh,
1: that's, that's the guy who's fighting um, his second straight – fight with in under two days switching oh, yeah. weight classes and he just dominated uh the hell out of someone yeah he's the biggest favorite on the card what minus 1250
0: yeah he was minus a thousand a few days ago yeah, then he's i got minus him 1250, at
1: 1250
0: now i watched him on a wednesday night he's, he's fighting on 10 days rest the guy's a freak he literally yeah. said in the post interview he's like sign me up for our next fight I'm ready yeah, to yeah i it. fight I'm ready to i fight basketball.
1: whenever yeah pretty much yeah. like it's absolutely unbelievable. It's going to be the quickest ta- turnaround in UFC history, and he's going to be the first ever to do it, I believe, in two different weight classes on top of that. so Yep. Um, that's <laughs> – Al, I think that's, that's going to cash for you, bud.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, but the thing that's – I mean, I'm not going to like whatever the bet got voided, but it just sucks when you had a chance to go yep. from plus 200. That brought my odds down because that under got voided to like plus 102. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm not gonna and, like-
1: and that, that happened to me too. On opening night, I had that Yankees over uh, teased up and that ended up getting pushed. So yep. it ended up being, you know, instead of collecting one hundred and sixty, I only collected 60, which, you know, is what it is. Yep. I'd rather, you know, get pushed out than an overall loser. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Can't complain too much. And yep. you know- so that,
1: that actually brings me to another point. Make sure you guys are paying attention to the weather before you're betting on games this year, because like you saw, these games can be shortened. The games will be official. They're not going to try to uh, pick these games up on other dates. Once you, It doesn't even need to go, you know, the normal four and a half or five and a half innings anymore. It could be a three-inning final. Um, so, obviously, keep that in your mind at all times when you're
0: betting these games right now. And pitchers can be taken off. Like, so, yeah. like Kershaw, it like used to be before you have to, you have to choose. Mm-hmm. Are you betting that starting pitcher or are you betting, like, just the game? And now, yeah, MLB, it's different where if a pitcher gets off, it's, it doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're stuck with it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I know offshore accounts definitely did. I'm not 100% positive if the Creek did as well. Um, I think they did. Because you used yeah, to have they the option. Might have. Yeah, Yeah. because yeah, I don't even see the option. So, yeah, I don't think you can either.
0: Yep. So, and then, Tybee, while we have it, I know you said you're, you're in a rip one with cons, Um, Out of those three final fights tonight, the the three main fights you got Darren Till and Mm -hmm. Robert Whitaker, and then um, do you have any like leans or locks that you feel are for sure out of those final three fights? Um, that's the thing.
1: I don't think any of these are real um, are fights that you're just going to go into and think this guy is going to just absolutely maul this guy. Um, Because all these guys do have some legitimate, legitimate experience. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Alex Gustafson's a guy who's almost beat Jon Jones. um, Fighting for Doom, who's got a ton of experience. Um, I think he's moving down a weight class. I think they're going to fight at um, light heavyweight. So that'll be interesting to see that movement for Verdum, um, to see how that does for him. Um, Nguera is a very, very, very interesting fighter. Tons of different styles. He's going to be one of those more freestyle fighters. And Maurice Shogun-Ru has been around for a while. Tons of KO power. And Whitaker and Till, I think that's... that's. A, I, I would say it's it's more of a coin flip. So when it comes to UFC fights, in my opinion, if you think you have to flip a coin, it's, it's not necessarily the best thing to put big money on. Because like we've seen in the UFC, anything can happen. Your guy can get knocked out in five seconds or your guy can, you know, tear an ACL and have to fight through that early on. So um, it's tough when you're laying a lot of money, especially on the juice. So try to be smart about it. I think there's a lot more money to be made on the card with some of these fights a little earlier.
0: Awesome. Words of wisdom from Ty B. Try to be smart today. Stay healthy. Stay thirsty. Thanks for joining us. Um, we'll definitely, like I said, be ripping another one tomorrow for English Premier League at 11 a.m. tomorrow. But uh, show sponsor, OZDA Electric, 716-698-2711. Go get that free money at the creek now.